Hey everybody, welcome back to Awaken the Wonder Podcast. This is Danilo speaking, and today we got a teaching that was recorded over in Moravian Falls, North Carolina, taught by your very own evangelist, Caleb Wampler. Actually, starting today and on through a couple of episodes, it's going to be different sections of this very teaching, and so they're going to be smaller bite-size recordings of one long recording, so stay tuned for that. If you haven't already, please subscribe, like, and share on all social media. We would be glad that you did so. But without further ado, let's jump on into the episode. In, in your booklet, um, there are notes here that, that is called Examples of Holy Spirit Baptism. And um, I list all of the different moments in scripture where there's baptisms of the Holy Spirit and different moments where there was encounters with the Holy Spirit. Um, There's five different instances that are referred to as the, as the baptized in the Holy Spirit in the Bible, Acts 2, 8, 9, 10, and 19, the 120 on the day of Pentecost. um, Well, I'll just, um, you guys, if you've heard any scripture at all, you, you would be very familiar with Acts chapter 2. Because this is the paramount scripture for uh, when the Holy Spirit came to the earth. Jesus says, it's better that I go. Why? Because there's one that's coming. That's, and you're like, why? how could it ever be better that Jesus goes? Like, that doesn't even make sense to me. It almost sounds like you're in blasphemy if you say it, except for that he said it himself. Um, and he says it's because the Holy Spirit's coming. And um, he tells them to not do anything, his disciples, right before he leaves the earth, he tells them not to do anything, but to go into the upper room and wait. (laughs) Well, well, why, what, who, where, when, what should we do? Wait. Okay. Now what? Wait. (laughs) And they just keep waiting. And then he says, Uh, with the Holy Spirit, he says, in that moment, he says, uh, they're like, they're trying to figure it out. They probably knew how to do communion. So they start breaking out communion and they're doing some communion. Now what do we do? Wait. Um, Okay. How do we pray? Maybe we should pray. Okay. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. This is how Jesus told us. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins, Lord, as we forgive those who sinned against us and lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Yours is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Amen. Now what do we do? Wait. (laughs) And they just kept doing it until all of a sudden this moment comes where the Holy Spirit comes down. Jesus had said that in Acts 1-8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Why? And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. So we know this, which was like city, region, state, country, that kind of thing, all over the world. And after this, he was taken up into a cloud before their very eyes and hid from their sight. So this was the final words that Jesus mentions in Scripture before he leaves the earth. And so he says, okay, there's this power coming. You're going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. There's going to be power. We need the power. Um, And can I tell you, we absolutely need the power (laughs) of the Holy Spirit 
for anything and everything. We need to bow to his mighty will. He's not just wind. He's not just fire. He's not just shaking. He's not just an earthquake. He's not just the, the coming wind across. He's not just uh, speaking in tongues. He's not just gifts. He's not just manifestations. He's not any of these things, although these are all things that he does. He is a being that has that you can have a relationship with, and I would venture to say he's my friend. Yes, come on. Holy Spirit is my friend, and, and, and we have a relationship together, just like I have a relationship with Jesus. He's fully God. Uh, he's present. Uh, while Jesus was limited in his earthly capacity, he could, you know, he's a human, so he could only be in one place at once, and even if he transported or something, he would still be in one place at once because, you know, he's, 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 uh, was held to his human uh, ability, fully God and fully man, but the Holy Spirit is everywhere. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the podcast today and all that God is doing with this Awaken the Wonder podcast. If you want to get the first two free chapters of my book, Hunger, you can go to kingdomencounters.us slash free. I hope you guys are blessed by this. Stay tuned for the rest of the podcast in just a moment. I I asked my son, I say, uh, Elisha, where's God? Daddy, God's in heaven. Where's, uh, Where's Jesus? Daddy, Jesus is in your heart. Where's, where's the Holy Spirit? He's everywhere. <laughs> like he knows I've been, I've been training him. I've been telling him, I've been uh, encouraging him. And can I tell you friends, he is everywhere. And why would you want to be limited? Because the Holy Spirit is not limited. He is everywhere. He's in every situation. He's in this room. He's with the underground church in China right now. He's hovering over the waters of dark situations and places all across the planet. The Holy Spirit is everywhere. And when he comes... Um, people are, uh, uh, Acts chapter two here, when the day of Pentecost come, they were together in one place. Suddenly a sound like a blowing violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And then they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated them and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the spirit enabled them. Now this, this, uh, verse is amazing here. And we, uh, you heard me reference last night the first, uh, you know, Christian crusade that ever happened <laughs> with Peter. Well, it comes right after this, and all the people are like, "Who are these people? They're utterly amazed." You know, are these men not speaking in our language? You know, um, how is it that we're all hearing them in our own native languages? Corinthians, uh, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cap- Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and all the parts of Libya near Cyrene, Romers, uh, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism. Christians, Arabs were all declaring the wonders of God in their own tongues. I mean, beautiful. It's beautiful. Amazed and perplexed. There's the perplexed. Mentioned it last night. They asked one another, what does this mean? Some, however, just made fun of them and said they had too much wine. You know, (laughs) so there's a few things that we see that were manifestations here in this passage. One is that they all began to speak in other tongues. So tongues is something that ended up coming upon them. Um, they all ended up speaking in other tongues and men heard them in their own languages. Men heard them. Um, uh, the Bible says in other places, you speak in the men of tongues and angels. And so there's, there's tongues. I have heard in my moments on this mountain. Um, and actually even last night, <laughs> or, uh, last night as I was going to bed in that state, right before you fall asleep, you know, you're kind of like mostly out of it, but you're still awake. That's a lot of times I'll have little moments there. You know, it's a very, very prime moment. Why? Because you're still, Everything has went dark. You've blanked everything out and you're just about to pass out. And right in that moment, it's like, there's an entrance point. (laughs) 
and, and you're not asleep yet, but you're still awake. The Holy Spirit's like, bam, you know. And it, like I heard this, I heard this language in the room, and this, I kid you not, this is in my cabin last night. This puff of wind goes right up my nostrils. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and I came right back awake and it threw me off. I'm like, what was that? You know? And immediately I thought of like when God came face to face with the man and breathed the breath of life within him. And I'm like, oh, hallelujah, man. I was freaking out. I was excited. I had this excitement come in my spirit because I felt like this moment was there, but there was a, there was a, there was a language I heard. I kid you not. I heard a language in my cabin and it was like this, you know, just like, like almost like this whisper, but I heard it. And then this puff of wind came up. So I believe, as I understood it, the Holy Spirit came and, and had gave me this impartation or there was this angel of the Lord that had ushered it in. I don't know. I didn't see it with my own physical eyes perceived by the Spirit. Whether it was an angel, whether it was the Holy Spirit, it all came from God. And he told, he told them to come and they came and I was ready. Then it happened. So it's beautiful. Um, these, these things are signs and wonders, which we'll get into in tomorrow's lesson. Um, in, in these examples here, though, I then list out in the, in the pamphlet examples of Holy Spirit baptism. I'm not going to read through them for the sake of time. I encourage you to read these. These are, these are incredible passages. Um, Acts chapter 2, Acts 8, Acts 9, Acts 10, Acts 19. It's in the, in the Holy Spirit section, if you're wondering. Um, and then um, one thing I'll just reference here briefly is uh, what is the Holy? What is the baptism of the Holy Spirit for? If you are you on that page, everybody there. Okay, it says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. I just read that, and um, we're going to go into this in just a moment. But Romans chapter eight, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he searches our hearts, knows the mind of the, of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with what? God's will. God's will. So when you pray, we're going to get into this in just a moment. This is, I believe this is going to blow your mind, this, this message, the book of your life. Because I have been in so many Christian settings, and even for churches that only do like one Holy Spirit weekend a year or whatever it is, like we miss the point. Because the whole goal in most denominational settings, most Christian settings, is that we get somebody to pray, uh, to have this moment where they speak in tongues, and congratulations, you did it, you checked the box, you're filled with the Holy Spirit now, congratulations, you did it. And nobody ever talks anything after that. It's like the end. And I'm like, I, 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 was, I was struggling with this. I'm like, Lord, I feel like there's so much more, because as I begin to pray in the Spirit, for sometimes one hour a day, two hours a day, three hours a day, four hours a day. There was a season of my life in Mankato, uh, Mankato Minnesota, um, where I lived. I think there's how many like hillside people are here? Like 10? Yeah. 10 of you guys that came from Minnesota. I love it. Um, where I was, I was having to drive bus for one of my jobs. And I, uh, for, I would pray in the spirit the entire bus ride, literally picking up kids, <laughs> teenagers, I would, I would interact with them as they came on the bus and then I'd start praying in the spirit under my breath. I kid you not. I prayed in the spirit for three to four hours a day on every bus route. I, like, and in that moment, it was just like fueling me. It's fueling me. It's fueling me. And it, it, it literally has changed my life. And I believe I am reaping fruit today from that season. I haven't been sick since like 2011 or something, 2012, something like that. Like I literally have not been sick. And like, people are like, what, how in the, 
Like, I don't know how to explain it. I think, I believe I'm walking in divine health, that I've sowed seeds. The Bible says that you will edify yourself if you do this. And when I'm, when you're praying that much, it's like you're in the glory, in the presence all the time. I can't explain it, but I don't feel anything. I'm just saying my tongue's just talking. How does that do it? The Bible says you're going to build yourself up in your most holy faith. Um, there was a scientific study that was done. Um, I, I just, I found it probably a month ago, but it was done in like 2011 or something. The scientists studied the brains of people that were praying in the spirit and they they were praying with this part of the brain that doesn't get used for any other purpose. And they said that the study found that there was actually um, people that were praying in the spirit were actually releasing like certain cells and, and um, things in their body that produce health and encourage health. And I'm like, like, like Jesus himself already knew this and he was trying to keep us in divine health when he said, pray in the spirit, you know, like, and like, we just like, who knew that science is just figuring out what we, what Jesus already knew before it was ever announced. I mean, it's just incredible. So I don't know, but I do encourage people, even if you're sick, just pray in the spirit. Like it may sound like, well, what does that have to do with just pray in the spirit? You know, um, even, you know, fasting has been shown to actually help, help your body repair because it shuts down other areas of your body that are not in use and your body has the ability to heal and, and be produced. I know there's a lot of people who believe in natural medicines and herbs and all the different stuff and, and that's all good. You can, you guys can do that, but there, there's this element where God has provided and created within you places that you can have health and encouragement. So I just encourage you, pray in the spirit. Thank you for listening to Awaken the Wonder. If you enjoyed today's show and want more ministry like this, please visit kingdomencounters.us where you can find weekly blogs and my latest book, Hunger. Be sure to subscribe and follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at the tag Evangelist Caleb Wampler. If the Lord leads you to partner with us in the nations in prayer and giving, visit kingdomencounters.us. I'll see you next time.